What is up, Thrive Tribe? Welcome back to the Thrive University podcast. I am your host and chief energy officer, Jeremy Abramson. But most importantly, fam, I am your friend. I'm here to exchange energy with you. I'm here to cultivate community with you. And even though you're listening to this through your phone or whatever device it is, I want you to know that I'm here for you. So if there's something that's on your mind, a question you have, something you want to share, don't hesitate to reach out. You can send me a DM on Instagram at Coach Jeremy 305. You can text me 786-321-0278. Don't be shy. And today's show is very, very spontaneous, a little different, but I think it needs to be discussed. So I was at a pool party here in Miami Beach on Saturday. My mentor invited me. It was the grand opening of this new hotel and they were having a pool party. And it was awesome. It was a super fun time. But the reason I want to share my experience with you is because I had a few observations at this pool party that really became clear to me. And I'm going to get right into it. So I'm at this pool party. A lot of women, a lot of men. My mentor actually had like a bed for us, which was cool. So, you know, like we had our food, our drinks taken care of. And after about an hour at the pool party, before it was really picking up, I saw this girl that I really recognized. I wasn't sure if it was from an event or social media or what. And I went up to her and I was like, is it me? Like, I feel like I know you somewhere. And she's like, yeah, you're Jeremy. Right. And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad it's not just me. Um, and it was, uh, somebody who, who had been following me on social media. And I think we exchanged a couple messages. She's also a health coach and she was asking some questions. And she was with a couple of friends and I was just like sitting down talking to them, like having a very casual, open conversation. And I looked up like 30 minutes later because I was so present in our conversation. And I saw a lot of dudes looking at me and I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And what I realized is they were looking at me because they were in awe of the way that I just sat down and started talking to them. Because so many men, so many dudes have relied on material things, money, tables, bottle service, all of these things to get the attention of women. And once they get that attention, they don't know how to keep the attention. They don't know how to keep the interest. They don't know how to create an organic connection. So I was just looking around and seeing so many people on their phones, seeing so many, so, so little depth happening. 
and that might be my judgment. I'll admit that it might be my judgment, but like there wasn't connection happening. And it made me just dive deeper into the psychology of this. Because another observation I've made is that basically almost every woman has a closed heart. And it's not their fault necessarily because they're so accustomed to this dynamic with men, like men either being creeps or being rude or being disrespectful or just flashing, you know, wealth in front of them. And yeah, that might get their attention, but they're seeking connection. We're all seeking connection. Whether we know it or not, we all want to be heard. We all want to be seen. We all want to feel special. We all want to feel welcome. We all want to feel worthy and connected. But the thing is, because of this, because of this dynamic, men not really knowing how to properly approach women and women having their guard up through all of these past negative experiences, women are so suspect. They're so closed to the idea of like, oh my God, this might be a good guy. This might be someone that I actually connect and vibe with. Oh my gosh, imagine that. So that was one observation, was just the fucked upness of this male-female dynamic. And I just want to interrupt myself by saying this is why I'm so grateful that I'm on the path I'm on of like doing the inner work, facing my shadow, facing my insecurities. Because now I'm able to be myself and people who are ready to receive that will vibe with me. And people who have their guard up, it's probably not the right timing. The other observation that I made that I've been making, this isn't like new or profound, but was, is with attractive women. In Miami, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them all over. And here's the thing about being an attractive woman, and this also applies to attractive men, but even more so with women. Because you're attractive, you've identified, you've attached so much of your self-worth to being attractive. So that's great that you are physically beautiful, you look great. I'm not saying like, don't be beautiful. But what happens is when you attach so much of your identity and self-worth to one thing, to one characteristic, and what happens when you're not feeling beautiful outside? What happens when you don't wanna wear makeup? What happens when you just wanna be you and not have to feel so pretty all the time? Maybe some insecurities come up. Oh, I'm not beautiful anymore. I'm not worthy anymore. No one's going to want to talk to me anymore. But here's the thing. 
much deeper than your physical appearance. You have something inside of you that is unique, is special. It's your soul. It's your heart. But if that soul and that heart continues to shut down, you're not going to be able to access true fulfillment, true beauty, true happiness. And of course, what is the most common compliment a guy will give an attractive woman? It's like, hey, you're so beautiful. Oh my gosh, your eyes, your smile, your, your, your body. Like, we're feeding into the problem and we're accelerating it. And I just want everyone listening right now to understand whether or not you think you're attractive, whatever that is, like, go deeper. Go deeper. Go deeper. And that might require you to stop hanging out with the same fucking people. Because I also think that is one of the things that debilitates people the most is they feel like obligated because they were friends with this person in the past at one point in their life that they feel like they need to be part of their life moving forward. But that's not true because see, this human experience is a journey. You go through different chapters, you go through different waves. And there's some people that might come into your life that fit in to this chapter, to this story. But as you grow, your circle needs to grow. Your circle of friends, your circle of influence needs to grow. You can't keep holding yourself back by staying in the past. I've mentioned it before, but my best friends from high school and, and while I was in college, I don't talk to them that much. I don't see them that much. It's not because I don't like them. I'll always have love for them and the good times we had. But I understand that where I'm at now in my life, I need to surround myself with people who force me to level up, who force me to be uncomfortable, who force me to grow, who challenge me to be better. And if you're hanging out with people who aren't going to do that, then you're going to continue to just live this very ordinary, mediocre existence. That's what I want to encourage you to do is like really take inventory of your friends, your circle. Like who are you spending time with? Who's feeding your energy? Who's feeding your soul? And then who's draining your energy? Who's, a who's an energy vampire? What up Thrive Tribe? Sorry for interrupting today's show, but I just wanted to remind you that my free microdosing course is live and I'm so excited to put this out into the universe. I know it is going to have a profound impact and really the intention behind it is to just provide you with more information, more knowledge so you can decide if this is a practice that you want to incorporate into your life. Microdosing has had a very pivotal role in my growth, my expansion the last year and a half, and I've implemented it with clients and family members and had a lot of really positive results. And I want you 
to keep an open mind and have access to these tools. I love you so much. And check out that link in the show notes to get access to that guide. And let's get back to the show. And then one other thing happened at the pool party that I think is worth sharing. I ran into a kid that I met in my first year or so in Miami, this guy, David Noodle. And good kid, great kid. And similar outgoing personality to myself. And I met him through one of his childhood friends who, who I met when I was working front desk at Equinox, this guy, Jesse. Anyways, so I would hang out with them sometimes as a group. And I realized this guy, David Noodle, they just referred to him as Noodle. They would kind of give him a hard time. They would give him shit. They, they wouldn't embrace his energy. Like, and, and I talked to him about this at the pool party because he's a lawyer now. And I asked him, I'm like, bro, like, be honest with me. Do you actually enjoy that shit? And he's like, no, I don't. And he's 30 years old, like myself. And, you know, over 200,000 invested in law school. So now it's that feeling of, well, I already invested all of this. Like, I have to do it even if I don't like it. And he was trying to justify it by saying like, yeah, but when I get to like a senior manager or partner, you know, in 10 years, things are going to be so different. No, they're not. That's what I want you to understand. Stop waiting and thinking that, oh, five years, 10 years, like things are going to change drastically. We've been indoctrinated with this mindset, with this belief system that when I have this thing, I will be this emotion. So when I have this car, I'll be happy. When I have this job title, I will feel special. But we need to reverse engineer that process by being, doing, and having. So instead of being at the end of the road with all of these conditions in place, what if you could be happy? What if you could be grateful? And then see what that energy attracts. So how can you show up right now in a more elevated state in embodying those qualities that you desire without actually needing to chase those things. Because here's the thing, by you simply being those emotions, by you simply being your highest self, by you embodying your superpowers, your unique qualities, you are going to attract so much possibility, so much opportunity into your life. This is not easy. I remember for most of my 20s, I was making 50, 60,000 a year working my ass off training people. You know, I saw people around me hundred younger than me making hundreds of thousands. And I'm not going to lie. There's times where I'm like, should I keep doing this? 
Should I keep doing what I'm doing? And I knew deep inside of myself that I just wanted to build relationships. I felt and I still feel to this day that if I just show up and I'm present and I'm powerful and I'm authentic, that I'm going to attract all of the right people and all of the right opportunities into my life. And I'm seeing so much of the work that I did five years ago manifest now, five years later as a 30 year old. You know, people reaching out to me, people saying, hey, I really appreciate you, what you did, what you showed me, all of these things. But it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. And sometimes taking the road less traveled is hard because it's less traveled for a reason. If you want to do unique big things in this world, you have to separate yourself from the pack. You have to distance yourself from people who are keeping you small. It doesn't mean you have to be malicious or mean about it, but you need to prioritize yourself. Too many people are prioritizing other people's happiness over their own. So I know this conversation kind of took a different twist and turns, but I just want to let you know, I hope something I said today resonated with you, but the biggest thing is tapping more into that heart space. Tapping more into that heart space that's been closed off. Do you understand that when your heart is closed, when you have all of these walls up, that it's also blocking all of the blessings from entering your life? Yeah, it might be keeping you safe, but it's also blocking so much potential. And I know you know what I mean. I know you know what I'm talking about. I know you feel me on this. Whether you're a guy right now listening and you're like, yo, man, yeah, like it's hard. It's hard to connect to a woman because like I've been so programmed to shine my nice watch or have a surface level conversation. Like dudes have no game. And what I mean by game is like dudes have just such a terrible ability to like have a real conversation with a woman and like be open, be vulnerable, be authentic, ask meaningful questions. And not all women are going to be able to receive that. And that's okay. Like, that's okay. I'm at a point in my life where I'm not trying to get anyone to change. As long as I show up as my best self, my truest self, I will live with the consequences. If a result doesn't go the way I want in a relationship or something in regards to business, maybe it'll sting, maybe it'll hurt, but I can always come back to the fact that I was in alignment with myself. So 
I hope this provided a little value, a little context. And yeah, I just want to encourage you to face some of your shadows, like get down to the root cause. Why are you acting the way that you're acting right now? What are the things, the events that have caused you to be the way that you are? And once you're able to identify some of the root causes of your behavior, then you're able to really change it from the inside out. <clears throat> you no longer have to try to impress people by not being in true integrity with yourself. So I just wanted to drop in with this message on a Monday. I love you. I really do appreciate you. And yeah, that's it for today. I want you to let that marinate with you and see what actions you can take this week to, to get closer to your truest, authentic self. It's going to be scary. It's not going to be easy. There might be some painful moments, painful conversations, but I promise you, you have one life. Like, live it for you. Live it for you. Live it for you. And finally, fam, hit the link in the show notes, in the bio, to access my free microdosing course. So many people have asked questions about microdosing and you know, I really felt the need to like remove some of the stigmas and create more conversation, more knowledge, more information. So again, I worked pretty hard, my team and I to create this free, 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 free course just to provide you education and, and with more tools. You know, I think microdosing is a great tool to raise our self-awareness. For me, that's one of the biggest things that I've gained from using the medicine for almost the last two years is like, it allows me to tap in to a space that I'm not always able to access in a normal state. So I'm able to shift my consciousness a little bit and identify some of these things around my life that are happening. Positive, negative, I don't really like to put labels on things, but it heightens awareness and you see like, okay, this is why I'm getting the results I am because I'm showing up this way because I'm avoiding doing this thing. And I really encourage you to just keep an open mind, keep an open mind. And by keeping an open mind, it's going to be easier to open up that heart again. Because when you were a little kid, when you were a little boy or girl, a child playing around, your heart was open. Your heart was open. And just because you've grown up doesn't mean that you need to close it off. You don't need to let your past stories and paradigms shape and define your future. I love you so much. I hope you got value from this show. Again, hit me up. Instagram at Coach Jeremy 305. Let me know what you thought about this. And shoot me a text. 786 321 0278. I love you so much. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you for listening. And remember, you're always home here. Thrive University. 
I'm your boy, your friend, Jeremy, signing off. Much love, fam. Peace.